Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with another episode of Call How I See It. Come on in. The water's just fine. Now, uh, <laughs> y'all gonna have to excuse me, because your boy's in dap- dapper spirits, if I do say so myself. I know y'all have heard it, but the Knicks made us a trade, y'all. Yes, indeed, we made a trade. The Knicks got Cam Reddish, and all it took us was a, a donut with no glaze on it and a hardest coupon. That's all it took to get Cam Reddish. Gave that boy up for absolutely nothing. But if you really want to know what we gave up, we gave up a first-round pick, which is we got from the Hornets, and we got Kevin Knox, who wasn't playing anyway. So we got rid of both of them. So that's good. And we got Cam Reddish. I love this move. I was big on Cam coming into college or coming out of the draft. I thought my favorite people in the draft was, was R.J., Zion, obviously, Ja, and Cam. That them was my favorite guys, and we I knew we wasn't gonna get Cam because RJ was kind of turning a little bit, and we ended up getting RJ. But now, fast forward some time, we got Cam Reddish, and I love it because now we got a nice defender, and we got a, somebody that can score and create his own offense. I mean, shooting 37% from three and 40% from the field. Ladies and gentlemen, I got news for you. That'll work. That will get the job done. Now, is he going to start? I don't know. I'd want him to start over Evan Fournier, but we'll have to wait and see what he does. And then you can't dismiss that, that Duke connection with him and RJ. But really, is this a move, is this a move that's going to you know, lure Zion here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but I wouldn't hate it if it did. Now, I'm kind of on the fence about Zion right now because of what he's got going on. Y'all got to excuse my voice because I'm going through it a little bit. I don't know, just, you know, talking all the time, all this talking and stuff I be doing. Sometimes it wears your boy out, so I apologize for that. But, um, yeah, I got to wait and see with Zion because, you know, the weight thing and the injuries, you know, he's missed more games than he's played. The weight under control, we got to see. And I don't know if he'll re-sign with his, after his rookie deal. I don't know if he'll re-up with the Pelicans or not. It's, that'll be interesting to see. But, I, but the question is, do we sign him? Would you sign him? But to be honest, I don't know. I'd want to see him play first because I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to sign no big-ass equipment manager to a superstar deal. That's not what I'm trying to do. And yeah, I call him equipment manager. I'm sorry, if you 330 pounds and you ain't playing, doggone it, you an equipment manager. That's what you're doing. You going to all the games, not playing, you an equipment manager. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. As a big-ass equipment manager if he ain't going to be playing basketball. And I don't know if we give him a superstar salary. But if he right, and he do get right, or if he just trying to give New Orleans the okie doke and he ends up getting in shape, you know, pulling like a James Harden, what he did with Houston, and then he looked good with the Nets. Oh, we might have something special. So it's a good day to be a Nick. It's a good day to be a Nick. But all that aside, Cam Reddish is a solid player. Gives us some depth, some versatility, because our offense kind of sputters sometimes. We kind of dropping down there on offense, and I thought it was going to be better. Uh, D. Rose been hurt. Kimba looked like he might not be able to do back-to-backs. He's been hurt. So this will be good. And RJ been shaking it here lately. Shout out to RJ. It looks like it's, it's trying to turn into RJ's team instead of Julius's team because Julius was good last year, but what Julius was last year and this year is two totally different things. So we'll have to see because RJ's been been balling here lately, and this is what we've been waiting on. This is what we've been waiting on. So 
Good day to be a Knicks fan. Cam, welcome to the team. RJ, keep on, keep it on. Knicks tape, baby. Did somebody say New York City? And I'm still where I'm at on the Knicks. I still believe they get to the second round of the playoffs, and that's it. I believe that's as far as it goes. I believe that's as far as it goes. But uh, something else I want to touch on real quick. So I've been seeing a whole lot of Russell Westbrook hate. I mean, people going to hate on Russ. They've been doing that for the past couple of years, right? But now it seems like it's getting out of control. Things are getting out of hand. We got to keep things in perspective. But see, here's one thing we got to remember in life. And it's just a life thing. Never mind sports. But you can't be overcritical of somebody and you can't let your first impression of somebody be your lasting impression because how some how something starts ain't always how it finishes and then you gotta look at the context around that situation like look at what you're blaming and look at the situation around it so i believe russ is getting a lot of hate that ain't that ain't necessarily all his the shoulder you got to be careful where you you're throwing all your criticism at. And I'm trying to figure out, <coughs> excuse me. I'm trying to figure out when it got so cool to put all the blame on the number three option. Russ is the number three option for the Lakers. It's LeBron James, then Anthony Davis, who should be the number one option, who should have took a step forward, who should be doing more than what he's doing, who should be more aggressive, but he's not. Matter of fact, AD can't find himself off a damn stretcher, let alone be a number one option. So, but nevertheless, it's still AD, and then Russ is number three. So, we're going to absolve the top two people who this team was built around, and then we're just going to put it all on Russ. Like, it's all Russ's fault. The same thing Russ was in OKC, he is now. The same thing Russ was in Houston, he's that now. Same thing Russ was in Washington, he is now. The same thing. Now, I'm a, and Russ ain't the biggest problem. You can hate or love Russ. Russ, Russ is a lot. And I'm not saying he's a perfect player. But now it's getting out of control. I'm going to tell you what the biggest problem with the Lakers is. Them rank, being ranked 27th in defense, giving up 112 damn points every night is the problem. Because, look, AD's not defending. I mean, well, he wasn't defending when he was healthy. LeBron, you know, he's, I, I know we love big man Bron, and it's great on offense, but when you up on defense, it causes problems. Carmelo's not a great defender. Westbrook, suspect defender. LeBron, suspect defender. Rondo, when he was there, suspect defender. Avery Bradley's not what we thought he was going to be on defense. Everybody's got something to do with this defense. We can't put that all on Russ. Russ ain't giving up 112 points by himself. So that's the problem. Does Russ deserve some of the blame? Yes, he does. He's not innocent. But if y'all going to hate everything, y'all got to give him props too. Because on that same token, y'all know the Lakers are fourth in offense. Through all this drama they get, through all this losing, through all this trepidation, through all this ineptitude, they number fourth in offense. Are we going to give some Russ props on that too? Or y'all just going to put that on LeBron and everybody else? Now, and if you're going to do that, then you got to put some of this on LeBron. 
on some of that, some of this negativity and all this ineptitude we see in the Lakers on LeBron. You got to do that. I know LeBron's having a great season, but Russ ain't having no season to sneeze at. He averaging what, 16, 8, and 8, I believe. That's nothing to sneeze at. That's still good numbers. So if you're gonna hate on Russ because the team looking bad, you got to hate on, you got to give him props for having help contributing to having the fourth rank offense. Because everybody ain't got an offense like that. You see what I'm saying? So, and for all that, since we're still talking about Russ, Russ has played 42 games, 42 games, more than anybody else on the team, playing 38 minutes. So he's giving it to you every night. Hey, say what you want to about Russ, but one thing he ain't going to cheat you on is effort, and he's going to put it out there and give it all out there for you. Now, he is ball dominant, and when you ball dominant, you're going to have some turnovers. He's straightened up the turnovers. He's averaging four turnovers a game. That's one less than LeBron. That's right in the neighborhood with Steph Curry, who y'all love, Trey Young, who, who actually averages four, four turnovers also. So it's not like he's the only one in the world averaging four turnovers. Because LeBron and Steph, they all right there together. So we can't just put that on them. When you ball down, the more you got the ball, the more things are, are prone to happen. So we can't just keep hopping on this turnover thing because he's gotten it together. He's getting it together. We got to chill out on this Russ hate because he does do things where he can push the ball. He's good at pushing the pace now. Now, sometimes they push it a little too damn quick. But again, we got the average age of the Lakers is 51 damn years old. That's an old team. So it's going to be hard to get them old bones up and down the court like that. So will he miss a pass? Will he put it too hard? Yeah. Yes. But, oh, Russ can't shoot. Okay. Well, guess what? Trey Young can shoot. Have you seen the Hawks lately? Because they started today. They wouldn't even be in the play-in tournament, never mind the playoffs. And Trey Young, top five in assists and points. How come y'all burn him up? And he getting the same amount of turnovers as, as Russ. So if we're going to blame Russ for turnovers, we're going to blame Trey too? How come Trey don't get some of this energy? See, this is what I'm talking about being consistent with things like that. We'll burn up Trey, we'll burn up Russ Westbrook. For turning the ball over, but we won't do nothing with Trey when this team's in a worse position. Oh, but Wayne, come on. You know the Hawks ain't got LeBron James or Anthony Davis. Okay, but guess what? They have had health, so to speak. And Trey Young's missed games. I understand that. And guess what? LeBron James and AD didn't miss games too. AD, we don't know when he's coming back, and LeBron didn't miss games too. Do you think if LeBron had played more games and AD played more games, they would have a better record? I think they would. So you got to put that in consideration too. But, oh, I guess that's Russ' fault that LeBron, you know, he he missed games and AD got hurt. I guess that's Russ' fault too. Man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We got to look at context. It's the Lakers. I know it's easy to put it on Russ because y'all been hating on Russ for so long. But let's look at this team. And, again, I thought, they, I thought Russ was going to help them out. Russ hadn't done him no favors, but I don't think he's a detriment, the biggest detriment as what y'all making it out to be. I think it's the defense. And I can't put it all on shooting because we've seen teams that can shoot and that are bad. Damian Lillard, he's a great shooter. I just watched Portland go 2-11 in December. 
But what y'all going to say? Oh, but he on a bad team. We know Portland trash. They need to blow that up. Oh, and I'm sorry. The Lakers are a championship favorite right now. So let me get this right. When Dame's thinking up the joint, we love Dame. So we're just going to blame the team. Okay, that's fine. When Trey Young, you know, averaging four turnovers, the same as Westbrook, we don't say nothing to him. Oh, you know. And they got to the Eastern Conference Finals. He ain't got, Trey Young ain't got some expectations. We just going to act like that didn't happen. We just going to act like we wasn't ready to crown Trey Young as the next superstar for what he did to the Garden and the Knicks. We ain't got to talk about it, but it happened. He showed out in the playoffs. And now all of a sudden, they not even playing worthy. So we not going to come on Trey a little more for that. That's what I'm saying. We got to be consistent. Because Trey Young has, again, the same amount of turnovers as Westbrook. But we want to put it on Westbrook. Damian Lillard had Portland being trash. Terrible. But it's the team. When this whole Lakers team outside of LeBron and AD and Russ, the team been bad. But y'all want to put it all on Russ. So I'm trying to figure out what part of the game is that. If y'all going to hate on Russ... I need y'all to hate and be more critical on Trey. I need y'all to hate and be more critical on Dame. Well, my boy AJ, he about the biggest Damian Lillard critic there is. But outside of him, everybody else, we love Dame. We love Trey. Oh, man, what he did in the garden. Oh, he loved being the villain. He can, But, oh, but they can shoot. So, I don't like how Russ is just being the fall guy for this. Again, I'm not saying he's a top five point guard or nothing like that. But let's not act like... He ain't the worst. He, he's the worst, too, because he's not. Is he a top five player? No, he's not. Is he a top 10? I'd probably say not. Not right now. He's not. I can't put him. I can't. But again, he's the third option. But y'all just want to bypass LeBron and AD like they ain't got nothing to do with this. So I, I don't understand that. I, y'all going to have to help me understand that because I don't get it. And again, I know I'm a Russ guy. I am. But just to put all this on him, that's unfair. Why? Because he can't shoot? Well, guess what? He can score. We've seen him lead the league in scoring before. Just because you can shoot don't mean you're a, a great player. Seth Curry can shoot. Is he a top 10 player? Joe Harris can shoot. Is he a top 10 player? They're great player. Cam Reddish. Again, he shoots 37%. Can is he a what what about him? Just because you can shoot don't mean you're just a great player. Yes, it's a nice skill to have, but it's not the end all to be all. You got to have, you got to bring more to the table. Goodness. He can score. And we knew Russ wasn't gonna be the leading scorer here. It's the Lakers team. It's, it's everybody. So we got to hear. We got. I got to hear more names in this pot instead of just Russ. Because y'all told me LeBron can make everybody better. LeBron makes everybody better. Has he done that for Russ? Hell, has he done that for AD? Maybe he did in the bubble, but we're starting to see some things about the bubble. But outside of that Lakers bubble team, the Lakers they've really been suspect. We've seen the Lakers miss the playoffs with LeBron. We Then we saw the bubble, and now we see him look anemic. 
Then we saw him get bounced out in the first round by the Suns last year. So the Lakers have really looked suspect before Russ even got on the damn team. But now that Russ there, y'all want to put it all on him. Because we knew this Lakers needed something. Outside of the bubble, this Lakers team, it's, it's been bad. Let's just be honest about it. Is that Russ's fault? When they missed the playoffs when LeBron got there? Was that Russ's fault that they got eliminated in the first round last year? Hell, is it Russ's fault now? Let y'all tell it it is. But I'm telling y'all, it's a bad defensive team. And again, I was wrong about the Lakers. Now, maybe they can turn it around. I mean, it ain't looking good. Because there's still some things about that Lakers team I like again. And for all this, they're fifth in blocks in the league. Is that Russ's fault too? <laughs> we got to be consistent about this criticism and this praise. Because if y'all going to hate on them, y'all got to give them some things it does right too. Because in a league where all these superstars are either not wanting to play because of trades or they can't play because of vaccine stuff, or they hurt, or they get into surgery, or something like that. Russ is playing the games, and he's playing the minutes. And he's doing everything he can for this Lakers team. Is he perfect? No. But I'm not going to be mad at a guy just because, you know, he's not a perfect player. Because there's no guy that's a perfect player. Y'all said turnovers? Okay, fine. But he's working on them. Four turnovers a game. For being ball dominant, I don't think that's terrible. Especially when you consider that's kind of around where some people are. And he's not the only one. So y'all can hate on Russ if y'all want to. But me personally, I'm not going to do it. Now, let me get off into these playoffs. Now, I know I talked to the playoffs with, with Keyjohn before, but in case y'all missed it, we can we can go over it again for these this wild card playoff thing. But... um. We'll just stick with the wild card right now. For the Bengals and the Raiders, I got the Raiders. Here's my thing with the Bengals. The Bengals are cool, but they'll look like they can beat anybody in the world one week. And then they'll turn around the next week and look like they can't beat me. So I just don't know what I'm going to get. I don't know if the if the Bengals are going to be able to protect Joe Burrow. I just don't know because they can be so inconsistent. And we've seen the big, I mean, maybe not this version of the Bengals, but we've seen the Bengals in the past be good and then not win a playoff game. We, we've seen that before. So I got to be careful of that. And the Raiders look like they getting hot right now. And, you know, they, they've been good on the road. Is Joe Burrow the better quarterback? Yes. But I believe the Raiders going to have their number. So and, that, and I'm shocked that they got Cincinnati winning by five. I, I mean, I don't know if you consider that an upset, but I'm taking the Raiders, and I'm I'm surprised that I'm surprised that, that that's a high spread for me. And but when the Bengals, if the Bengals lose, I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna take them to task for it because I think the Bengals overachieved. They've had a good season because a lot of people didn't think they was winning that division. I know I didn't. So I got the Raiders in that one. Patriots and the Bills, y'all know how I feel about the Bills. Y'all know how I feel about the Patriots. I think this will be a really good game. And it'd be easy to say the Bills, but I'm going with the Patriots. Listen, I think the Patriots have shown me consistency. I think the Patriots kind of psychologically they're in the Bills' head. 
because the Patriots have owned the Bills for so long. Mac Jones is a solid quarterback. And Damon Harris, I think, is I think he should be one of the top five running back in the game. Top five in there. Damon Harris has ran the ball really well, and you gotta watch out for uh Ramondre Stevenson. I don't know if the Bills are gonna be up to task and then it seems like Josh Allen, he they and the Bills, they find ways to lose games. They can find ways to lose games. And I know they're eleven and six, but that's one game better than the than the Patriots. So I think the Patriots take this. But I'm just not sold on the Bills. And I know some people had the Bills going to the Super Bowl, but I never thought they were Super Bowl bound. I I, I never thought that. And nor do I believe that now. Eagles and the Bucks. I mean, what y'all want me to say? I think the the uh the Tampa Bay gonna turn Philly every way but loose. Listen, the Eagles had a good year. Congratulations to them, but and I'm not super, super high on Tampa, but they can beat Philly. But you gotta be careful though. Because Tampa ain't look special. And there's been some times where it like they could be had. Where well, I see them play teams against uh like New Orleans and they can't move the ball at all score or score. So you got to be careful, but I'm still going with Tampa Bay. I'm still going with Tampa Bay. I just don't think the Eagles are going to be uphill together, not against Tampa. Now, the Cowboys and the 49ers, that'll be a good one. I got Dallas. But Dallas is going to have to – they're going to have to sustain some drives. They're going to have to run the ball, and they need to keep the ball out of Debo Samuel's hands. Because the 49ers, they're probably one of the better running teams in the uh, playoffs. Y'all know how I feel about my running teams. But a team that can run the ball like that, you got to be careful. And then Devo Samuel, you know, he can, you know, catch, hit you up receiving or running the ball. I'm talking about, you want to talk about, well, I ain't never seen nothing like that before. Him Between him and Cordell Patterson, I hadn't seen players like that or receiver like that. All utility purpose like that. But. I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are a little better than what they're better than I thought they'd be. And I don't know how I feel about the 49ers yet. And if I don't feel nothing about them now, then I'm probably not going to feel it. Now, the Steelers and the Chiefs. Now, this one right here, because I don't like the Chiefs for real. I thought, I think the Chiefs, they can be had on defense. I think if you do some things the right way, the Chiefs can be had because they've looked so suspect all year and then they start beating up on chump teams and people wanted to crown them, but I didn't want to do that. It seemed like the Chiefs have beat them by like 21 darn points, but I really want to say Pittsburgh so bad. Oh, I want to pick Pittsburgh for this game. I swear I do, but I just can't get it off my tongue. I can't get it off my tongue. But I love that Pittsburgh defense. Mike Tomlin is my favorite coach in the league. Najee is coming. Big Ben, you know, he cool. But I just don't like the Chiefs defense. And I just see how risky Patty can be with the ball sometimes, and I can see a Pittsburgh defense taking advantage of that. 
I can see where Pittsburgh wins this. Because let them tell us they're not supposed to be here and they're playing with house money so they can go out guns blazing wide open and just hope for the best. Man, I want to pick Pittsburgh so bad. But I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. And then the last game we got, Cardinals and the Rams. I don't believe in the Cardinals. I, I don't. And I, I I thought they would they did exactly what I said they was gonna do. They might start out hot, but they're gonna do they're gonna, you know, spin out or flame out how you wanna do it. At some point, the pumpkin always the chariot always turns into a pumpkin whenever it strikes twelve. Arizona always start off kind of cold. That's why I couldn't put no stock. I like Kyler Murray. They're a good team, but I don't think they're better than the Rams. I know people ain't high on the Rams. Because of everybody like to hate on Matt Stafford, which sounds crazy to me, considering the numbers he's put up this year. But whatever, people are gonna do it. I'm going with the Rams, and I got the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Those are my wild card picks. I might be right about that. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm just calling how I see it. But in the meantime, I'm out.